Anything Combat with Johnny K. Well, it's Anything Combat, though. Welcome back, combatants, to the Anything Combat show, wherein we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by a Muay Thai practitioner. He's undefeated. He represents Bangladesh. Please welcome Hasib Bin Tarek. How are you, Hasib? I'm really well, I'm really well. Thank you. That was a really, really good introduction. <laughs> so you're fighting O'Driscoll. Tell me, are you knocking him out? What are we doing here? Oh, come on. He's getting knocked out. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> what round? What round? Um, I'm not going to predict round, but I'll say second round, maybe second round. Yeah. What do you think about the style matchup between your Muay Thai style and his? Like, how do they, how do they, um, have you analyzed them so far? Um, I think he's, he's a decent fighter. He's got good hands. Um, I've got better hands. If you see my videos, all my knockouts are, you know what I mean? Punches. Um, he's got good kicks as well. To be honest, he's got everything and I'm just better at it. Do you know what I mean? Whatever he's, whatever he can do, I can do it better. Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I rate it. I rate it. I, I really like your hands, bro. Like, I saw a clip of you dropping people. Dude, like, you're in a lower weight class. Why can you pack a punch so much? Do you know what it is? It's because of my trainer, Daniel Sam. He's a very, very good trainer. If you, if people know Daniel Sam in the kickboxing and Muay Thai circuit, he was a world champion. He was a British, he's a British le- legend. Do you know what I mean? Um, and he's all about power punching. So he teaches us, like, all the, do you know what I mean? Every time you're training with him, he's like, yeah, you got to punch harder. you got to punch harder. So you have to, like, either do or die. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever do weighted punches to, like, like hold weights while you punch or no? What, like, uh, holding dumbbells and stuff? Dumbbells, yeah. Sometimes, depends. Not all the time, but punching power comes from your hips, right? Like, it's, it's more from the rotation. So, you got to practice the mechanism and, like, always when you're punching and when you're doing bag work or pad work, you've got to um, make sure you do it properly with good technique. You you live in London. I've got a question for you. So your family's from originally Bangladesh. Did you were you born in Bangladesh or or were you born in? Uh... I was born in Bangladesh. I see. Where? Where was I born in Bangladesh? I was born in a place called Dhaka. In the cra- what was, cra- yeah. What was that like? Sorry. Um. To be honest, I was born there and then I moved to the village, right? Afterwards, I was only born in the city and then. It was because, obviously, cities better, you know, better facilities and whatnot. And then I moved to the village. I was living there till I was 15. I lived in, I've lived back home till I was 15. And then I moved to this country, which is, I've been living in this country for about last nine, nine years now. Almost 10 years. Yeah. Your English is really, really good, man. Did you, did you learn English in Bangladesh or were you learning English when you came here? No, no. When I came here, I didn't know English. I learned, I learned it in Maybe two years, two years. The way you see me speak now, I was speaking like this in like two, three years. I don't know. I'm just a quick learner, I guess. <laughs> see, I thought, I thought, I thought you would have like, like on a real note, your English sounds like a native speaker. So that's why I asked. So that's really yeah. interesting that you're actually born in Bangladesh. My next question for you is what are your short and long-term goals? Run me through what your career trajectory is going to look like from, I think you're around like 26, something like that right now. And 24. until you're 24, yeah. uh, from 24 to 30 to 35, what do you see happening? Bro, honestly, right now, for the next, for this year, maybe even next year, I just want to have as many fights as possible, get a couple title fights, 
my goal is to get to one championship. Do you know what I mean? If one championship is watching this, shout me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, definitely, man. One championship is my goal out there. You know, but right now, I just want to get as many fights as possible. Knock as many as many people as, as possible. Get as many titles as I can. That's about it. By the time I'm 35, 40, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. When I was talking to Trevin Jones, he said that the UFC have little like um, accounts and social media accounts scouting people and watching shit on, on social media to find new fighters. So yeah. I definitely won championship. There must be someone watching right now. So so hopefully they see this and go, yeah, fuck yeah, we're taking Hasib. Make sure you tag one championship because you're trying to, you need to see this. <laughs> I love that. My favorite kickboxer slash Muay Thai guys. People people corrected me on it. I said that Buakau was my favorite Muay Thai fighter, but they said that he fought in K one, and because of that, they said, oh, you know, it's it's more kickboxing. So who's your favorite, either kickboxer or Muay Thai practitioner? You can pick whatever. Who's your favorite? Do you know what's funny? The reason why I started doing Muay Thai was because I saw a clip of Buakau training. Do you get? With the banana tree? Yeah, yeah. Even, I think it was the banana tree or the one where some kid was punching his belly. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which one it was. But I saw one of the clips. I was like, yo, who's this guy? I want to ch- check, check him out. I checked him out. Oh, my God, he was sick. I watched his fights. Obviously, I got interested. <clears throat> I started doing Muay Thai. But at the moment, right now, there's a couple people. There's obviously Jonathan Haggerty from the UK. I really like. Um, I like uh, Rod Tang as well. He's smashing people left, right, and center. There's a lot of guys in my weight class that I'm looking up to, you know what I mean? That's really good right now. Even Superleg, you know Superleg, right? Of course. Yeah. I, I really like Chingis Alazov's um, style, though. The way he's very, very versatile. Like, do you know what I mean? Punches and kicks mix it up really well. I've got a question for you about uh, there was one guy that I spoke to. I believe it's going to be. Jonathan Haggerty's next opponent. That's who I was talking to. I was talking to Nico Carrillo. He's a he's a Scottish guy, and oh, he yeah. was talking to me. He was talking to me about uh, Giorgio Petrosian. Have you watched his fights? And what do you think about his fight style? Nico Carrillo. Sorry, uh, Giorgio Petrosian. Giorgio Petrosian's very very technical. I like him. Very nice. Do he's you very... find anything from his game that you try and emulate? I like the way he controls his opponents. And he's very, very accurate with his shots. Do you know what I mean? So I want to take certain things from his style and implement it in my style. And to be honest, I watch a lot of fighters and I try to take little bits off, off of everyone. If I like something, I want to try it out, see if it works for me. Do you know what I mean? Totally. You're going to laugh because we just spoke about it. But my next question that I've got written down on the list was, what do you think about the association and promotion one championship? And do you think they have the best Muay Thai and kickboxers in the world right now? Or do you think another promotion has uh, has better talent? No, 100%. I think when it comes to kickboxing and Muay Thai, one championship is the best at the moment. I mean, there is RWS show in Thailand. That's also really, really good. But... I think one championship is the place for all the great, like all the top fighters there right now in one championship. And that's why I want to be as well, man. What your division right now is like featherweight. I believe you were listed at 55 kilo. So is that, is that correct? No, 57. So flyweight. 
57 to 59 flavor. Okay, because because when I when I looked online, they had it at 55. But anyways, so I want to ask you, seeing that you're going to fill out your frame if you're only 24 now, when you're around 30, what division do you see yourself fighting in? Uh, maybe I'll go up in weight to like 60, 61, 63. Oh, uh, no, maybe. We'll see how it goes, innit? Dude, if you're knocking people out at your weight now, I don't know what you're going to be doing to people at 61 uh, kg. <laughs> hey, trust me, I'm coming. That's what I'm saying. Love that, love that. So my favorite variation of a elbow is the tomahawk. I love that shit. The clips that of those go crazy, go crazy. So yeah. I want to ask you, what's your favorite elbow variation? I like that one as well. The Jonathan Hagey um, elbow. <laughs> and the spinning, spinning back elbow. Have you seen this guy called Eddie Absolo? Um, what nationality is he? He's American. No, but for for the podcast, we'll pretend like I say, yeah, yeah, I saw his clip. <laughs> no, no, he fought um a Sitachai last like a couple weeks ago. He cut him open with his elbows. Very, very slick. I like it as well. Um, from from his game, what do you see yourself implementing? Like those elbows, but what is it? Is it is it more that he grabs the wrist, or is he really good with distance no, and no, then coming he's into it? Very, very slick. We feel like. You'd elbow, duck under, elbow, spinning back elbow as you're coming in. And the way he moves is all very, very nice, like smooth. Do you know what I mean? So I asked you about your favorite kickboxer slash Muay Thai fighter. Who is your favorite MMA fighter, though? Obviously, John Jones. He's the, he's the GOAT. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, right now, though, I'm looking at both Alex Pereira and um, Izzy Stylebender. Obviously, both are from kickboxing backgrounds. So that's why I like it, because they're very, very good strikers. I like the striking game. So with Pereira, he fought in glory. What an insane champion. Would you yeah. see yourself fighting there at all? Or do you need that? Uh, do you feel like Muay Thai is the more complete striking option? Glory? I mean, if Glory wants me to fight on it, I would fight on it. I don't mind. I'll do, K- I'll do K1 and Muay Thai. Do you know what I mean? My next question for you is about um, being a Bangladesh fighter. What does that mean? For you to represent your country, man, that means that means everything to me. To be honest, because there is not many of us doing it at all. Like if you look at if you look online or if you do look anywhere, you won't see, you won't, you probably only see like a very handful of us doing it. And there's not none of us in the very very top levels of fighting at the moment. So I want to get there and you know represent my country, represent my people, and show them yeah we can do it too. Do you know what I mean? So have there been any Bangladesh champions, or are you just going to be the first? There hasn't been any top top champions in Bangladesh from Bangladesh. So if I do what not if when I do become one, I will be the first. Yeah, love to hear that. Love to hear that. So I watch some crazy shit. I like B- I like BKFC. I know people hate that shit. Oh, I love bare knuckle boxing, and yeah. I also watch some Lethway fights. Right, which oh, is basically oh, yeah, which is basically Muay Thai but with headbutts. Yeah. And, like, you're allowed to have, like, count. So, basically, um, what do you think about Lethway? And is that shit out of control? No, man. Fighting's fighting. I love it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, that's what do you think brutal. about the headbutts? It's brutal, but it's it's nice. Like, it's not for everyone. Because I know a lot of people, they, they're fighting right now. And if you tell them, yeah, do you know fighting Lethway, they'll never be on it. But I don't know, man. You know what? I was thinking, yeah, maybe one day I want to fight Lefty as well, just just for experience. I want to experience that shit, <laughs> headbutting in the face. Dude, that would be out of control. If you, yeah. if if would you, 
if you were at one, right, and you had a good contract and they said, all right, you're allowed to fight one Lethway match, would you do it? Would you go, yeah, no, nah, I'm getting paid too much? No, nah, man, I'll do it, bro. If, if they pay me, don't get me wrong, if they pay me well, I'll do it. Obviously, if it's for peanuts, I wouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? You do know, you do know that the Brunies, like I think it's Brunies, like the the Lethway, dude, they get paid like nothing. Like literally, yeah. they get paid zero. Yeah, I wouldn't do it for I wouldn't do it for something like four dollars or anything <laughs> like that. That's crazy. My question for you, the next one is about stances. So, what do you think is more important in a striking game? Do you think having like mastering one stance or do you think having going down like the israel path and having switch stance is more important in today's in today's um you know kickboxing landscape i think old school people like old school fighters they used to stick to one stance and you know they were they 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 believed that okay one stance is the best best way to go but combat sports evolving do you know what i mean and now you have to like most fighters they know how to do both stances you have to be able to strike from both stance that's just the way it is it's better i mean it's, you know you get more options you have more more uh, things to do you can do more things <clears throat> i think i think both stances the best man if you can do both do both yeah my my coaches when i used to when i trained uh, muay thai they always got angry at me they said are you an orthodox fighter or a southpaw fighter and how do you tell people that you're right-handed yet you want to do southpaw, which is exactly what Dustin Poirier does, right? And yeah. they got pissed off at me and they said, "No, you're you're not you're not a right-handed southpaw. You're an orthodox fighter." So I've just been like trying to fix my uh, switch stance because, dude, anyone at the top of the game, like you have fucking Piotr Yan, you have people like Tyson Fury, dude, in all these different sports, the top of the top. They do both because that switch from orthodox to southpaw literally fucks with your opponent's like vision and setting. Yeah. Like if they think that your that your lead hand is you know from orthodox your left right, and then you switch, and then all of a sudden you got an overhand from your left, and they think it's a jab. Like you can trick people, and I think that's ten times more advanced than having one stance and saying you know what I'm only going to switch. Uh, I'm only going to I'm only going to do this and. I want to ask your opinions on on that concept as well as the fact that, dude, what happens if your lead leg from the orthodox stance gets chewed up and you can't switch your stance? Like, aren't you just going to get beaten easily? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if your if your lead leg is fucked, you got you got to just switch stance, try try different things. You know, you got most most important thing is you got to have a big heart. When you get hurt, most people want to give up, but. Do you know what I mean? If you if you got a big heart, you gotta go through the pain and just try and beat them. But obviously, be more technical, switch stances, move around more. Do you know what I mean? Keep them away with your jabs, control the fight, control the pace. Karate and Taekwondo, people talk shit about them because they're not the most effective. But when you master them and you use, you know, like a wheel kick or a spinning back kick, we see the ties even throw that into their game. Um, what do you think about the incorporation of stuff like that into Muay Thai or kickboxing? Do you use it? Do you like it? I do like some some taekwondo kicks, and I like the karate. What's it called? The rolling thunder kick, the one you go what, back, the, back the, into the person. The 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 somersault or the bicycle kick. 
I think it's called the rolling thunder, where you back backflip into the person with your leg first. I'm not really That's sure. That's out of control. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I do like some of the kicks. The only thing with taekwondo and stuff like that is because they taekwondo is mostly based on based on point scoring, so it's not really you're not really trying to hurt the person. So once you try incorporate it into your Muay Thai game or MMA game, you've got to make sure you adjust it properly and you know what I mean you're kicking properly. You're kicking to hurt people. I want to ask you, how did you get your start in kickboxing? How did I get my start? Um, so basically, there was this one gym in East London called Fight for Peace. It was like a charity gym where they used to um, like train people for free. That's where I met my coach, Daniel Sam. And then from there, I've just been training with him. Just kept going and kept going, thinking, okay, cool, I'm going to... like. You know, it's one of them was when you get beat up in the gym one day and then you go next day thinking, nah, fuck this, I'm not going to take that. So, yeah, you just keep going, man. And since then, I've just been, yeah, just been training with my coach. I have a story for you. So basically today I was training a little bit of Muay Thai, a little bit of wrestling with my friends, right? And I threw a switch kick to his, um, like his thigh, right? And he... With his other leg, with his other leg, the one that's not getting um, hit, he checked. Like, you know how you check across the body? You know, keep in mind, I'm not a fucking kickboxer. You are. Yeah. So I'm asking I'm asking for your knowledge. And he checked my, I think my, I think my kick hit his uh, knee to the bottom of his shin. You know, the shin that's pointing out? Yeah, yeah. And I kicked that. I have never experienced my foot deadening. I have, dude, I can't, I can't believe what the fuck happened to me. I have been training for a bit now and there has never been a situation. I understand where people kick my leg and I go, oh, that hurts. I've never been in a situation where someone checked my, my kick and I couldn't move. I fell flat and I just couldn't move my leg. I was stuck maybe on the ground for like five, 10 minutes. And it was one of the, one of the worst pains I've ever experienced. What injuries have you experienced in your career? And what do you think happened to me? Hey, literally this morning I was sparring. Me, like I, I kicked and the other guy kicked at the same time, and our knees collided. Oh my god, it's painful, bro! <laughs> it's painful. It's very painful. Obviously, when you kick, sometimes you might end up kicking their elbow, end up kicking their knee or their shin. Very, very, like you know, even if you're wearing shin guard, sometimes you end up end up happening. Painful, man. Very painful. What do you think happened to me? <laughs> I just think you kicked with your foot. Should have used this shin more. It's like, I'll tell you where, where it hit. I'm like, I'm thinking about it right now. It didn't really hit the foot. It hit the bottom of my, of if this is my, if this is my shin, it hit here. It hit here at the very bottom. And, and now it's like fucking swollen. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's, that, the bottom of your shin is weaker than the top of your shin. So when people check, check the kicks, it's better to check kicks with the bottom of the uh, top of your shin than the bottom of your shin, do you get it? So I that's see. Why, yeah. I see. I see. Thank you for that input. Um, what's your What's your training split like right now? What's your routine looking like? Um, I usually train like twice a day. That's standard. Um, in the morning, I just go do Muay Thai with my coach, do a bit of pads, sparring, whatever. Evening, I'd either do technical drills or do a bit of strength and conditioning. That's about it. And then three times a week, I'll do sprints and cardio. What's your what's your strength levels like right now? What what are your biggest lifts? 
Oh, my strength. My lifts, my lifts are not that great. It used to be great. It's because I stopped lifting for a while. But my max squat right now is like 130, 130, yeah. Do you, do you have pounds in, in the UK? Don't you go off kilos? We have pounds, but I don't really know how to measure with pounds right now, man. I have to convert it. I have to go to Google Google and... One, 130, 130 is like 60, 60 kilos or something. And you did that for what? Squats? No, no, no. Uh, 130 kg. So 130 kg? My yeah, God. Yeah. Fucking lifting more weight than me, mate. I, I could do 140 before, but it's because I wasn't really lifting a lot after for a while. What's the most memorable part of your career so far? What would you say is your biggest achievement? Um, biggest achievement is the fact that this year I've already had three fights and I'm planning to have another five or six. So this year is going to be very active. Do you know what I mean? You're planning to have five or six before the end, before the start of 2024. Are you serious? So, so I've got I've got another fight in two weeks on the 29th, and then after that, I'm planning to have another five at least. How many fights do you think you need to get into one champ? To be honest, I don't think with one championship, I don't think is the amount of fights that you need. It's just that I guess they need to see that you know you're a good fighter, and they need to acknowledge you. Can you tell? Can, yeah, I, I get you completely. Can you tell us a little bit about your team and how much they've helped you? I'll be honest. I think I have the best team in the UK right now. My coach is amazing. I've got another coach, Abdul Yassin. He's a very, very he's very, very good at breaking down fights. Like if you show him a fight, he'll tell you exactly what's happening and you know everything about everything. Um, and then he's very he's a very good technical coach as well. Uh, my teammates Kingsley Crawford. He he was he was um, Cage Warriors um, top contender. My other friend um, Joanne Scott. He's he's probably one of the best in the UK right now. Sabir. I've got and other people around me. They're very very good. Most of them are MMA fighters, and they're they they're top of the league. Trust me. All of them are very very good strikers as well. Crazy guys, man. When you train with them, you have no option but to get stronger, honestly. How much do they knock you down? Oh, <laughs> oh there's been a bunch of times where, oh, man, I don't even want to talk about it. It's, it's, it's peak. What's, uh, what, what are their weights compared to you? Uh, obviously, most of them are heavier than me. Most of them are like 10, 15 kg heavier than me. <clears throat> but still, they're very, very good. Even technically speaking, they're very, very good. What's your what's your weight cut like? My weight cut, I just have to lose. So normally I walk around at 63, 64. So if I cut to 57, I'll lose about 6, 7 kg. I can do that in maybe two, three weeks. I saw on your Instagram, you were kicking those trees. How often do you kick banana trees or was it just for show? No, nah, no, nah, that, that, <laughs> that one was just for show because um, what happened was I went back home and I was like, oh, shit, there's a banana tree. Let me do what Buckeye did. <laughs> See if I can do it. And then I just tried it, yeah. I love that. I love that. So I want to ask you about a fellow Englishman. So yeah. Leon Edwards, currently holding the championship yeah. welterweight in the UFC. What do you think about his Muay Thai and striking game? And do you think if he ever did Muay Thai fights or kickboxing fights, do you think he would find a lot of success? Man, that would be really interesting to watch, isn't it? It would be really interesting. I mean, 
I think Leon Edwards would do good because his striking game is quite up there. He's he's I mean he's one of the best. Um, I know he used to do Muay Thai, but I never really used to follow his Muay Thai career. I've only known him since he started doing MMA. I know we'll see. Hopefully, it does happen one day. Dude, the UFC, the UFC don't they don't do those cross promotions though. Ryzen like, yeah, and Bill is so sick because. The way they make it look interesting by doing all these cross rules fights and, you know, because one championship, you're fighting the best of the best. And UFC is like you have to climb up, climb up until you can fight the best. So, yeah. Yeah, really, really interesting. I want to ask you about that. The reason that I said that is because of the Demetrius Johnson, Rod Tang, G19 fight. So what did you think about that? And would you ever do something like that in the future? Can you wrestle? Do you know what? I've been I've been doing a bit of jiu-jitsu, a little bit of wrestling. <laughs> My wrestling game is not up there yet, but give me another couple of years. We'll see. If it does happen, I'll take it. Only, 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 only if I do if if I have more wrestling experience, do you know what I mean? Oh let me get let me get better. So would you ever fight MMA? Yeah, in the future. I would like to, yeah. Would you would you have to would you think that you would be fighting MMA at a lower weight class or do you see yourself putting on size to stop take it downs and shit? <laughs> if I fought MMA, I'd probably fight the same way I fight Muay Thai, so probably fight flyweight, bantamweight, maybe. Yeah, that's about it. That's all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Hasib, for coming on the show. Is there anything you want to plug before we wrap up the podcast? All I want to say is thank you for having me. People need to know my name, man. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Just remember the name, Hasib. Follow Hasib on Instagram, link in the description, and subscribe to Anything Combat on YouTube. Thanks, guys. Bye.